Hello again to the calm before the storm. I guess our hearts aren't in this one, Gabe, huh? What, do you want more energy? Well, no. It's the I'm calm. Sorry. It's the calm. Yeah, it's literally it the works. calm before the storm. I think we we gave it exactly what it needed. Yeah. Anyways, um, catch you up on my life. Yeah, how I come you haven't been doing this podcast ever? Ouch. I feel like we never do this. Uh, can Let's I... Let's talk about that. Well, I was going to say it's because I kind of got in a car wreck and... A little hit and run, and now I'm vehicleless, but that doesn't really make sense. That's not so really a good excuse. Is that why we're doing this from a hospital bed? Yes. <laughs> if that's... Why did the machine just turn on? Well, if you keep an eye on that for me, because if it goes down, okay. I'm probably not going to be doing too much podcasting. I'm uh, just, just going to leave it on mute. Yeah. That's okay. As you notice, my leg is up at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a police system, yeah. Yeah. It's cartoonish, the casts that they have put me in. Can I sign it later? Yeah, once once my mouth is unwired shut, too, I can can probably talk more or louder on this podcast. I'm just going to comically lean against your leg up in the cast. Oh! Oh. I didn't realize my accent. I guess I did it wrong because I'm supposed to be silently in pain to the point where, you know, so much pain I can't even tell you to get off my leg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me. Yeah? When you're a, you're talking to a doctor... There's also this bird that keeps pecking at, like, <laughs> the holes in my cast, <laughs> and I can't cast. stop him from doing that. It's a plaster pecker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, keep going. You told I your doctor. always wanted to know, so when a doctor or, like, a nurse asks you, like, how intense is the pain? Yeah. From a scale from one to ten. Yeah. How how do you do that? Because it's very hard for me to judge what ten is. I think it's one of those things where if it's like... If they're okay, they're going to say six or below. Okay, so... And if... The doctor's getting... The doctor's getting and if they're problem. if they're in actual freaking pain, they're going to be like ten. And then like, okay, you... Okay, but they're counting on the person's like own guilt or conscience because like not everybody's gonna say yeah I'm a ten. Right, I don't think I've ever said above a four. Yeah, because I'm like that's masculinity. Yeah, 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 it's good. I think it's because I'm a tough guy. Yeah, but whenever I feel pain, like I'm sure somebody out there feels more than I do. You're just empathetic, so it's not masculinity. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's a little bit toxic a little bit empathetic you can't spell empathetic without pathetic though (laughs) no you can't thank you for reminding me well my name is mike i am an empath (laughs) thank you for introducing yourself well i just mean m oh oh you're an empath i'm an i'm on the empath right now So it's a quite a hike. This M path. Uh, whenever you walk, do you leave M trails? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's uh. So, I mean, I mean, no. Oh, you don't. No, who M trails are not real, Gabe. Uh, okay, I M trails are just water vapor. I see them all the time. I see these mm. vaporous <laughs> yes. things in the form of an M. Like a pig pen just walking. Yeah, just le- yeah, swirling around your body like yeah. pig pen. <laughs> That actually feels accurate, according to, like, my college roommates used to razz me all the time about how I was just, like... Filthy? Or just, like, a sh- like shedding. Or always, like, excreting some kind of sweat, oil, fart, <sighs> barf, air. Let's, let's think about this. You did it to such an extent that college oh, yeah. students noticed. Well, we were nerds, and I was, like... The nerds, end. no less! I was, like, the ogre of our nerd frat house. Which okay. wasn't a frat house, but it right, was right. five nerds, yeah. Right, we've been over that. Loyal listeners know that. I was the short yeah. ogre. I was like the ogre. Me- no, no, I was more like booger, I guess, then. You were more like booger. Booger. I, yeah. But we don't want to go into that date rapey movie too much more, do we? I'd prefer not to. Fair enough. Anyways, I wrecked my car. I'm leaving M trails everywhere. My life's a mess, peeps. But I recorded an app. Ep- 
because I love you. James Cromwell is like six foot five. In reference to what? Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. What does yeah. he play? He plays Lewis's dad. Oh, in the yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah, I whenever I think James Cromwell, it's all L.A. Confidential and just uh, that cold-blooded ass scene that he's in. For me, it's Babe. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. He's... I never saw Babe. That's probably why. Really? Yeah. It's a story about a pig. You should watch those two movies back to back and see if it breaks your brain. Yeah, like confidential, babe. Yeah, like. Well, Kim Basinger is still around, isn't she? Wah, wah, wah. We're high fiving a lot. Is she? She's not. What do you mean? She's still alive. Well, but around, meaning like. Yeah, still like on this earth. Yeah, but I mean, like, I want to see her in something. Where's her? You know, like everybody's got to come back again. She she lives on an island with Bridget Fonda, and <laughs> uh, is this a conspiracy? This is yeah. why female uh, actors, Annabella Ciara, I think. This is why female actors can't get eight roles after a certain age because yeah. they all start vacating on the island of ladies. Yep, and they just like it so much. Uh, Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun is there. Yeah, like, who you, else? Yeah, you wonder what ladies aren't in more things. Hmm. Good question. Yeah. We should get to the bottom of this, game. Do a little... I want to say Patricia Arquette, but also I think she's she in was, a bunch of stuff. She was, in, she was in, like, Twitter beef with the whole, like, Trump okay. election or something, or All Obama right. years. Yeah, she, she kinda so she's around. No, no, Patricia Arquette? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, she's in... Wrong person entirely. I was okay. thinking Patricia Heaton. Patricia Arquette... <laughs> Patricia Arquette is in Boy Life. What's that movie called? Boy. Uh, no, uh, uh, A Boy's Life. Is that it? A Bug's Life. That's no. what I'm talking about. It's a bug's life of a boy? It's I know. Linklater. What's yeah. that? Boyhood. Boyhood. There yeah. we go. She's in that, right? This Boy's Life. Oh, she might be. But yeah, she was hey. in that movie for 10 years. She did, Yeah, she did that 10 years ago. No, she did it the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. And they're, fil- they're filming the sequel right now. Oh, yeah, what's it called? A Girl's Life? <laughs> a Bug's Life. <laughs> It's Bugs Life. The whole movie's going to be 45 seconds long. Yeah, yeah. A day, fl- a mayfly. Yeah. Well, Gabe, you got anything else to add to this calm? It was a good calm. I like this calm. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I, yeah. I felt really good. Uh, do you want to talk about more stuff so I can derail you again? Sure. But I don't really have much more. Okay. I didn't even really talk about the car wreck other than a, it's wrecked, totaled, like the cereal. All the oh, fiber yeah. you need. All the fiber you need. All the vitamins, and yet, it comes in all these flavors like cornflakes and raisin. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't taste any different than cornflakes and raisin bran. Why don't they just put all those vitamins in cornflakes? Mm. Why make two different cereals? I, I believe it's the infusion process is costly. But the total cost the same. It's cereal. All cereal mm. costs within like a dollar twenty of each other. I think it has to do with. Well, I don't know. Except I've never what you had... want the most. I really don't remember what total tastes like. Do you want to go get some? <laughs> no. Okay. Next episode, the cereal taste off. Yeah. Like, all versus the... game. I saw they did, like, a combination Frosted Flakes and Lucky Charms in one box. Ross, you mean, like, Frosted Flakes with the marshmallows? Yeah, with Frosted Flakes it's with the marshmallows. With the marshmallows. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that's fine, but I also no, marshmallows need a little more crunch. It also made me wonder. I was first. I was like, "Oh, why haven't I ever thought of that? Like mixing two cereals together." Yeah. On my own. Not, oh yeah, not, like not requiring... uh, corn pops and Reese's puffs. Yeah, sure. Or um, I feel like total like... corn flakes. And regular cornflakes. Or, you know, just mix two different Kashis together. Two, yeah. two of those Trader Joe's gross brands. Franken Kashi. Yeah, Franken <laughs> I think that's the adulting we need in yeah. 2018. Although, as I think as we all know, it's actually Franken Kashi's monster. <laughs> <laughs> and this. The and calm. This now. Before the storm, and this before I kill again. <laughs> the Golden State Killer. Oh no! Next up is Chloe Nicole Menendez on the podcast.
Hi, I'm Lori Rodenkamp. And I'm Maria Oviedo. And we have a podcast called Bloody Bloody Mary, Mary, where we talk about women in history. Whether it be crime. Or in popular lore. Yay! Yay! Check us out bi-monthly. Hello, little beans out there. It is, of course, your friend Mike, or soon to be seen if you are my friend Mike. You gotta come on the pod to find it out. And this is Mike Needs a Friend, the only podcast where I annoy people to see if they like me. Awesome. Uh, This is episode Sweet 16 with none other than the lovely Chloe Nicole Mandel. Say hi, Chloe. Hi! There she is. Nice. Um, What do I need to say about Chloe? I met her at a comedy show randomly so she can be seen lurking around them. uh... No more comedy shows for me. No more? Never? Over it. You're done? All right. Well, you missed your chance to see her at a comedy show. You got (laughs) to find her next hobby. Probably... Mostly just art shows now. Art shows. Ah, nice, nice. Catch you on the art scene. Yeah. All those weird spots. If it's a good, cool place, you'll see Chloe there. How about that? True. Yeah. Uh, cool. And that's how I know her. I just saw her at a show, and then she was telling me about this kids show that she's, like, creating, and it's, like, really cool, and I don't know. I think people should ask her about that, but welcome, Chloe. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Here I'm glad you're here. On your podcast. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I guess a few items on the agenda. We have Dr. Pepper in the Wonder Woman Cup making a house call. As I've my... got Dr. Pepper in an alteration cup. I was going to inform them of this, that Chloe is also making a house call with the Dr. Pepper. We're having <laughs> a regular old time here. Of course, he is my primary care physician. Anyways, that's out of the way. All right, good. Wonder Woman, Dr. Pepper, we've done it. Recipe uh, for makeshift, low, no-calorie Dr. Pepper. Oh, yes. Because I this. found that if you mix... Coconut LaCroix, mm-hmm. LaCroix, LaCroix, yeah, LaCroix mm-hmm. with uh, Diet Coke or Coke Zero, you kind of have a facsimile Dr. Pepper, zero calories. <laughs> Interesting. You can like convince yourself that you're drinking Dr. Pepper. If you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just drink Diet Dr. Pepper? Sometimes that's not available. Okay. Right. Diet Dr. Yeah. Pepper is hard to find. When I find oh, it, it's true. very exciting. I guess out here, out here, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a rare rarity. It's a hot commodity. The thing I always like to tell people is my grandmother used to drink Dr. Pepper warm. I don't know mm. why. But Sounds like an old person thing. Yeah, it was like a, they used to, it was like a cure-all or something. They would oh. microwave well, it warm Well, didn't Dr. Pepper, something. no, Coke used to have cocaine in it. Yeah. But Dr. Tense Pepper <laughs> just had like sugar? I think it had everything. Always, like I did some, chicory root. Sarsaparilla. The story of Dr. Pepper, as I understand it, is that the guy literally, some pharmacist in Waco, he liked the way that the malt shop smelled at like the end of the day with like all these different flavors. So Mm -hmm. he basically created a suicide of like every flavor, and that became. That makes sense because it's kind of like vanilla, cherry, cola, all the flavors. Yeah. I just think it's funny Root that it's... Beer. And that's why they brag about their 23 flavors now. So I see, I see. Dr. Pepper History. Yeah. Do you want his name? I, I, the, the name of the I learned all who this, invented it? Yeah, I learned all this because of a sketch, obviously. Yeah, honestly. do it. But Charles Cortis Alderton. That's so fancy. Pharmacist, yeah. Good for him. Cures what ails ya. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Apparently they used to call it shooting a Waco, which is another thing that happened in Waco. True. Moving on. I just don't want, <laughs> don't want to talk about Waco anymore. Uh, yeah. How are you doing, Chloe? 
feel like we need to check in. How am I doing? Do yeah. You, well, today's a good day because Brandon Boyd from the band Incubus <laughs> introduced himself to me and shook my hand and we talked about his differently abled Frenchy dog named Ooh. Bruce. And Bruce Ooh. is such a Bruce and he was really cute and... Um, Chloe's coming in with a new hot segment called Celeb Watch. Or like talking to celebs about their dogs, I guess. Celeb dogs. Celeb dogs. I have that a, would be I a do good have segment. A, if well, you I could report a... in weekly with like a new celeb dog. <laughs> no, it's like, it's rare, but it does happen. I, I do a dog, I do like hashtag dog a day on my Instagram sometimes. Really? And I also have a <laughs> segment on my kid show called Pup Talk. Pup Talk. Where I... Film a dog, and then you put human words over it. Well, no, I film like it. <laughs> I film a dog okay. after giving the dog's peanut butter, oh. and so its oh, yeah, mouth yeah, is yeah. moving. And then I overdo. I do a voiceover of a little kid talking about something. Yeah, random. The old Mister Ed. Yeah, so that works out, and it's pretty cute. That's fun. <laughs> I wish I could see some of those. That'd be fun. Yeah, I will. I mean, I have show one. it to you. All right. <laughs> show it to me. So, yeah. Dog a day. Yeah. So, I, so I totally yeah, see you in, like, like a detective out- outfit in, like, a kid's show. It's like, or a reporter's outfit. It's like, what is the pup watch report out there, Chloe? That's not what it is. It's more like... <laughs> Pup talk is more about the the dog <laughs> I letting you just having kind of like a Oprah style interview. Oh, okay. But no one's interviewing the dog. You get They're a bone. Just talking. And you get a bone. No. But the personality is that of a child, so it's Oh, I see. But it's a child who's assuming a different personality. It's very complex. It's very deep and yeah. artistic. I I can Like say everything that. I do. Yeah, Chloe is very visionary. In her pursuit. Well, some would say I'm a visionary. Some would say she's Pacific, yes. She's very good. I that like I'm it. Pacific? Specific. Oh. <laughs> Pacific. I do live in California now, so oh, I am Pacific. Sorry, that one did not come out right. Anyways, uh, cool. What's this official friendability scorecard? Oh, yes, I should explain this. I'm sorry. The official friendability scorecard... Um, it is a sheet upon which we will be giving each other points. I haven't explained this to the audience in a while either. But pretty much in the course of conversation, we're just going to uh, award points based on our compatibility, our friendability. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the friend and height scale. So you just add, you know, plus five if they say a good pun or something. Or you subtract a little bit if they don't like your favorite band. or Oh, so it's like things that we match up on. We yeah. get points and then we get points. Points. It's just a real fun way to need. Oh man, each we're other gonna. I'm gonna with lose. Positive or negative affection. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have things in common. All right, see, like I'll show you we how both it works. Like I'll Dr. give you plus Pepper. two points for reminding me to explain the friendability. Okay, and I will give you plus two points for liking Dr. Pepper. Yeah, friend. Oh yeah, I, I'll give you. I'll give you plus two for Dr. Pepper okay. as well, because the doctor is in the house. Okay. I see how this works now. Yeah, see, all we needed okay. is a little. And then also, for having beef jerky that doesn't have soy in it. Yeah, well, wow, you're generous. I'm flattered. Soy-free beef jerky is hard to come by. People who listened to some previous episodes know that the jerky has been flowing like. A frozen jerky. Flowing like rain. It's frozen. Yeah, I keep the jerky in the freezer so that it's fresh. Because it's the fresh, good beef jerk, whatever. Jerk in now. Jerk hour with Mike. That's what it's becoming. Is that a pun? Do you get a pun? Yeah, sure. Jerk. Well, I would say yes, but hour. I, would, I made I'm all I'm going to give you five points for I that. I made all these puns like two episodes ago, but yes. The Punderdome is a feature. The Plunderdome. Is that um, It's basically just, if you say a pun... enter, one man leaves? Yeah, basically. Wait. Two men... One pun enters. <sighs> two men two. enter, one pun leaves. Okay. Something like that. But... I wish I was better at puns. I wish I was more clever. Well, if you say one, I will yell out Plunderdome and do the theme song and such. That's how the oh, Plunderdome cool. works. 
if I had more energy, I would get it. <laughs> I would light up the Thunderdome for jerk hour, but it's, I don't know. I don't feel like I earned it. <laughs> Thunderdome will be some, we'll get back to it, folks. Don't worry. Don't. <laughs> Everyone's so worried. They're so worried about this Thunderdome. They're like, how's it going to stay in business? How are the gladiators going to feed their children? The Thunderdome gladiators. I'm trying to think of. Away. More, more, but. <laughs> Don't stress yourself. Okay. It's, What's next? It's best if they're natural. Um, Uh-oh, is it already time? Do you hear that? When you lay your ear on the ground, do you hear it? I'm not laying my ear on the ground. He sounds like a train's a coming, and it's the rundown. Yeah. You get sound effect points. Oh, wow. You get. I'm liking this. You made sound effects, so you get sound effects. Yeah. Points. <laughs> rundown sound. Everyone's winning. Yeah, the rundown is a feature where I just ask you a lot of questions, like okay. a train. Whoa. And uh, and you just answer them, and it's fun. And I we love learn, trains. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves trains. Johnny Cash loves trains, right? Four-year-old boys love trains. There you go. Yeah. Two-year-old boys love trains. Do you want to talk about that at all? Like sure. How you're. I don't know, constantly. A super babysitter. A super babysitter. And, and I've been in 200 homes in the city of Los Angeles caring for children. Really? You've counted it? Well, there's the app that I'm on kind of counts it for oh, me. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's a map, there's like a pin. No, I'm on an app. I know. An app map. A map of an app. There's no map on the app, but there is... Hmm. Uh, rating, ratings. I have oh. ratings and reviews, oh. and it keeps track of how many repeat families I have. Yeah, share so. economy. Yeah. App economy. App economy. Yeah, we're all. Do you thoughts. find that? How long has this app been around, and how long have you been using this app to like manage? Um, I've been on the app since 2012. Um, okay, so and it's I think for it's you. been around since that long. But I didn't. I wasn't. It wasn't always my like primary source of income it was kind of like an occasional thing but over the last three or four years it kind yeah. of has been she's, along with other things all right cool she's good with kids that's i'm amazing why, with kids sometimes why, i can't even believe it that's why someone should uh option this kids show she's written it's great yeah it's really good we can i really know my demographic she knows she, she knows the little brats the little snot-nosed wonders Oh, they're so snotty. The little booger-faced... So much germs. Cupie dolls. Anyway. Are you ready for the rundown, Sure am. The rundown begins now. Who would play you in a movie? Oh, okay. Well, I... Well, if Brittany Murphy was still alive... Oh, Brittany Murphy. It'd be Brittany Murphy. <laughs> it's totally who um, it would be. Oh, my God. But... Because she has passed on, and I like because her <laughs> mother murdered her. What? Um, oh, really? Yeah, uh, I believe. Thing? No, oh. I think her mom poisoned her and her husband over a long period of time. But that's just wanna, another story. Do you want to get into the red strings of this, or I will. Okay, yeah. we'll go in into um, conspiracy corner. But cool. Um, but living actress, maybe Lizzie Kaplan. Hmm. All right. Well, salads are here. Yum. And these are the salad days. Or salad hours. Salad hour. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? The rundown. That's right. The rundown. Oh no, we're back. Mm. That was the salad corner and it was great. And we talked and we had some things and we got into the history of... Um, the Jews. The Jews. A little bit. Dabbled in there. The Jews. <laughs> That's fair to say, right? That's not offensive to the bears with... Anyway. The rundown continues. By the way, this is rundown 3.0. I unveiled a brand new rundown for you, Chloe. Thanks. I, I retooled. Retooled the rundown. I put some cars back on that were... Whatever. The rundown begins... Please watch your arms and legs in the rundown at all times. 
watch your arms and legs mm-hmm. in the rundown. Make, sure, make like, sure your arms and legs are still attached. Keep your arms and legs inside the... Inside the rundown. Okay. Please mind your feet. Uh, and when you're stepping on the rundown, in the do- doors are closing on the rundown. Now, boom, boom. Oh. <laughs> we were just, we just got to who would play you in a movie and you said uh, Brittany Murphy and that was, of course, but she's dead. Gone. I'll never tell. Oh my gosh, poor Brittany Murphy. But the other name you said right before Salads Interrupted was Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, people tell me I look like her too. From Mean Girls, you told me. She was in Mean Girls, she was in Party Down, she's on Masters of Sex, she's been in a couple movies, including Ooh. The Interview, and some really bad uh, rom-com, like, bad girls movie about bridesmaids Are doing you, something. Sounds like you're into her as an actress. I am into her okay. as an actress. Because you've seen a lot of things. Just because people say I look like her, and she's, I like her sense of humor. Funny. She's good. Good. Yeah. Nice. She's kind of young, though, right? She's like... She's probably my age. Or older. I guess I don't really know when Mean Girls came out. Like, was I in high school when Mean Girls came out? You're asking me like I know your life. I need you to figure this out. Okay. The next question. Rundown. Never stops. Never stops. What is the color of your energy? What Ooh, is the color, color of, of your energy? energy. Um, Whoa. it's not amber. Purple. Purple. Purple energy. Yeah. I feel like girls like purple. Boys like purple too, dude. Purple is like a all-inclusive color. Purple I mean, like, yeah, is like for like everyone. Purple. I just mean, like, I find there's a lot of women who find royal <laughs> inspiration in purple. Like, you know... Like a strong emotional connection to purple. No? I don't think I have a strong emotional connection to purple. Okay. I've just been told that the color of my energy is purple. Okay. So I was giving you a very honest answer. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. well, thank you. Do you wear purple? This is no, no, I wear no colors. You're just... Only black. It's the color of my... Oh, yeah. I wear black because... Black is the color, color of your clothes. Yeah, I wear black because that's how I feel on the inside. Oh, like Morrissey. So it's maybe like an ultraviolet purple. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I like that. Synthesize an idea mm-hmm. from two concepts. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know. I just like that idea. Number I, three. <laughs> number three. <laughs> guilt. Do you have a guilty pleasure? Um, I try to not feel guilt. <laughs> Um, oh, that's not... As a Jew, that's very forward-thinking. Well, other than, like, well, the Jewish guilt comes from uh, feeling like we are supposed to fix the whole world, and then every year we, like, we're like, sorry, God, we didn't fix the whole world, maybe next year, and that's the Jewish guilt oh. in a nutshell. But oh. what's my guilty pleasure? I never heard maybe it put like, so succinctly. Um, oh. Karaoke? Oh, okay. Private room karaoke? <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Very fun. What song do you sing when you karaoke? What song don't I sing? Okay. <laughs> so it is a guilty <laughs> pleasure. All right. Woo. I just always sing Shania. That don't impress me much, pretty much. Good for you. Yeah. I, I always basically do a Shania Twain song. That's great. She's an inspiration. She's a VH1 diva. Mm-hmm. She's great. Anyways, number four. What is something you can't live without? Oh, man, the hard-hittingness of these questions. Okay. Water. Food and shelter? Air, water, food, shelter. All right. Are all things I cannot live without. (sighs) Did I derail the train? No, uh, that was just like, oh, sorry. That's like the, you've heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. That's like the bottom layer of that. Yeah, I got that. Those, that's what I can't live without. Okay. So you're a survivalist. I am. You're a hardy person. You could yeah. wander in the desert for 40 years and just be fine. I, well, 
relatively speaking. That was a Hebrew joke. That's not yeah. As long as manna comes down <laughs> from <laughs> the heavens. Yeah. Final Fantasy. I got gotcha. you. I'm joking. Did, never mind. Forget it. Uh, oh, here's a good question. Did you know mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it? I did not. I didn't know that. <clears throat> That's true. But a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Ouch. Don't worry about that one. That's just a little inside baseball. That's just fun. What's your favorite dessert? This is a good question, Ooh, right? This is a um, new one. A new rundown 3.0 feature. Like maybe yogurt land? Like yogurt, frozen yogurt? Okay. Or, or a delicious creme brulee? Hmm. You, can I pitch... Or when you go to Yogurtland, do they ever have pistachio yogurt? Hell do you yeah. like that? That's my favorite. All right. Them. My favorite flavor at Yogurtland is taro. Taro? What is that? It is a, it's a root. Tastes but like it astrology. Tastes, <laughs> it tastes like, no, it's called T-A-R-O. And it tastes like, mm. uh, it's, like it's like a, it's a root. It's like a sweet root, but like. Carrot? No, the oh. it's like um like a sweet potato, but not really. I don't know okay. how to describe the flavor, but it's delicious. Well, I have an idea now. I yeah, it's a delicious it. flavor. Okay. Usually, usually in like Asian desserts. Okay, that makes sense. I like the pistachio because it goes very well with all the fruit. Mm. Yeah. And yet also very well with all the like chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. That, yeah. You kind of got to go one direction or another when you do your toppings. I so do. So I'll try to like dollop a bunch of different yeah. flavors and then I'll. I like pistachio plus like the chocolate stuff plus the fruit. That's how I do it. Anyway. Yeah. The creme brulee. That's interesting. You get points for liking Froyo. Okay. I, just, I mean, I don't normally. Some guys are like. Yeah. Gross, or like whatever, or like I don't know. A lot of okay. a lot of dudes put down froyo, but I say go froyo. <laughs> go, go. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I feel all I'm saying is like I recently had it because I would go hang out with my uh, nephew actually, and we go. He loves getting frozen yogurt, and like twice while hanging out with my family back in Austin, had this pistachio froyo. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing so good pistachio cool favorite dessert that's like a key to someone's soul right you ask them that question yeah because some people are like i hate dessert i like salty chocolate yeah i like salty chocolate too but you know yeah some people are weird (laughs) number seven recommend a book Mm. recommend a book yeah um i have so many i i love books so I could recommend, well, I'm finishing up a book right now that I've really enjoyed and it's, I'm taking, I don't even want to finish it. That's how much I like it, but it's, um, Mirakami, um, 1Q84 and it's like a 900 something page book and it's kind of sci-fi, but also kind of a love story thriller. Ready Player One? No. Oh, not at all? Not at all. What is... When you say Murakami, it just made me think of, obviously, the uh, filmmaker, right? No? Is it a reference at all to that? Am I um, making stuff the author? Up? Um, am I maybe not remembering like, the author's name correctly? Mir- well, never mind. Oh, is Murakami the author? Yeah. And the, the book title is 1Q84? Yes. Oh, okay, never I thought the title was Murakami no. 1Q84. That's why I thought One. it was like... Some kind of like referential. Well, cool. Um. Yeah, Mirakami. Okay. Haruki. What's his first name? Haruki. Oh, so it is the guy. It is the the Japanese filmmaker with the cartoons like Ponyo and Spirited Away. No, no, that's Hideo Mirakami. No, I'm messing up my Mirakamis here. Haruki Murakami. He's a writer. He's a Japanese writer. Okay. And he's written a lot of really good books that I have enjoyed in my life. Murakami is more common of a surname than I realized. Perhaps. 
Uh, cool. Well, thanks. Yeah, one Q eight four. You've been enjoying that one. Yeah, I've been been enjoying it so much that I don't want to stop reading it. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, it's almost like nine hundred something pages. It's oh been, wow! I, I keep it next <laughs> to my like... bed. I can't take it. Any, I can't like read it on the bus or anything. But it's, it's really good. Okay. Um, I would also recommend everybody to read um, a man's search for meaning by. Um, what's his name? Victor. That's my reaction to the man search for meaning. Man search for meaning. Victor Frankel. Do you know about that book? I I do not know. I mean, I I'm not a huge book fan. That's kind of why I put the. You're not question. a book fan. I mean, I I can read them, but it's just, <laughs> oh, good. It just takes me a while to like actually get around to reading stuff. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Man's Search for Meaning. By Viktor Frankl. He was a Frankl. psychologist in who was incarcerated, or he was in the a concentration camp, and he survived, and he wrote a book um, that is like half psychology, half experiences in the concentration camp. And what he found that kept people living in such dismal yeah. and like heart-wrenching situations and it's i feel like i've heard of this guy maybe it sounds similar it sounds similar to like something that somebody was talking about at one point of just like yeah the psychology of surviving that or whatever uh last question in the rundown if you're ready i'm ready what you been thinking about lately dude so Uh-oh. much, just oh, no. so much oh, no, that I've I been didn't. thinking about. It's you really opened box. a can of worms oh, no. with that one. Oh. <laughs> I mean, per- like there's personal stuff, and then there's like the world at large stuff. It's just like a crazy, crazy world we're living in. That's fair. Um, Is there like, anything in the the genre of trivial or earwormy or something that's just kind of there that maybe you want to get at because i don't know know. what that means what i just don't want you to like feel like you have to like dump your purse out i'm not gonna i guess but i mean what um i don't want this question to stress you out no it doesn't stress me out. i'm just trying to pick something like i said there's a lot on my mind these days fair enough I kind of leave it as an open-ended, <laughs> just the question as I wrote it, it's open-ended to allow you to talk about anything you want to talk about while the rundown pulls into the station here. Um, <clears throat> what, let's see, something I've been thinking, well, okay, so yesterday I went to get all of my, like, medical stuff get, like, taken care of, because I have... Appointments and everything. Um, well, because I have... Uh, I made one appointment, okay? okay? But at the place I made the appointment, it was like medical complex, so I could get everything done there. Okay, So yeah. it was like I was able to get everything, and they had different <laughs> people come in and like talk to me about different different things, and then Interesting. I'm uh, dealing good. with um, grief at the moment, and so oh. I mentioned, I was like, is there like a mental health, is there like a counselor in this place? Or, and they were like, yeah, like we're just going to ask you a few questions, and then they were like, okay, your answers to this question, you scored a 10, meaning you're not super, we're not too worried, but like, we are going to have this, <laughs> we're going to let you talk to someone. Okay. And then this, uh, per, this licensed uh, counselor Uh, talked to me for a bit and told me like one of the things she suggested is to practice mindfulness which I often think about when working with kids is the idea of mindfulness Mm -hmm. but her description of mindfulness was different than I would describe it and was very specific like she suggested that if I'm overwhelmed by grief or I find myself stuck mentally that to to take something and she used the example of taking an almond and like holding the almond (laughs) and looking at it really really looking at it and like thinking of how it feels using all of your senses to experience this almond and it it's this idea i mean 
So mindfulness can obviously mean a lot of things, but she put forth this idea of like, if you just need to, you know, tune back in and not have your brain spinning out of control, take a thing and experience every aspect of it and just take that moment. And that can be as good as meditation in a way. I mean, what is... Yeah. I'm really bad at just sitting still for a long period of time. So that feels like a better suggestion for me to do to like calm down or I'm not having like fits of anxiety or anything but I think practicing having that idea of like this is me practicing mindfulness because we just push through our routine every day and it can be that's jarring and you don't really like you don't tune in to your own yeah uh reality as much anymore especially now like you're always people you know you can check your phone a million times you can do external like you can just like binge watch a tv show you yeah. can just like have distraction like do some it's drugs like, it's like definitely like a consumption market out there and right now in terms of like they want you to watch 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 or eat buy this shop online do all there's like plenty to like yeah be distracted well there's well sure yeah there's plenty there's always plenty of things to distract you but i do like the idea of practicing mindfulness as far as as this very specific action to take yeah for your own mental health and you can you can practice it in all different aspects throughout your day but and i just thought it was really cool that like in this like low income Clint like in this like medical um like office that I'm at there's this licensed professional who's telling me prescribing me mindfulness and it felt I was like yeah California way to go like I love that this is like a holistic thing and my the person that they assigned well that I got this really sweet lady to be my a primary care physician and she was really impressed with like the amount of research that I did on the supplements that I take and wasn't like any like other doctors I've gone to before have been like yeah yeah but like here's this like medication or something okay, yeah. and they don't really care like what I'm doing to yeah. see my health as like a holistic yeah, thing overall. so I felt super relieved that this PCP was willing to list like was taking into account that I was using that PCP I was PCP being a primary care physician right okay um that I was using supplements to and I was researching a lot of things about my health and um ways of like dealing with things and um she was very responsive to that and like thought it was very cool and like was totally into the holistic vision yeah, yeah. of health as opposed to like a western doctor where you're just like oh god here's another prescription like i've been into doctors before where like i'll have one problem and they'll be like oh let me fix that and they'll do something that causes a totally different problem so so that was a relief that was really cool yesterday i got all of that like stuff taken care of in one place and um seemed i was just really grateful to like live in a place where that's possible i the healthcare in california is like so amazing it's pretty great yeah in terms of they seem to understand that people need this well yeah and it like i mean it obviously depends who you see but like i i i'm just really impressed with what the care that i received yesterday it was really cool i gave you eight points for just talking about mindfulness oh thank you it's a word, a buzzword I keep like hearing everywhere and it's kind of one of those things where like you hear it when you're in a bad mood and you're like, I think it's the last thing you need is like, oh yeah, I'm not mindful enough. I'm I'm mindful of how like like, depressed I am. I'm mindful of all my... No, I mean, we get stuck in our own heads Yeah. and it's really important to kind of get out of that and just to be present. That's been the biggest thing for me in the last couple of years I like started doing yoga every day and um I feel like I've been more capable of dealing with the shit that life throws at me like I feel a lot more uh confident and capable of like I don't think I could have gotten through anything that's happened in the last like year if I hadn't already been 
taking into account self-care and sure. like and like yeah this idea that i that i could ha- find my um security or be center. secure in my center yeah, yeah in myself and i mean people can say whatever they want about it but like it definitely helps you deal with what else is going on like i just mean myself i get frustrated when often the solution is the problem or whatever and often it's like why don't you just go work out or do this or why don't you start well, taking yeah, care of yourself in all these ways yeah obviously like, that's, that's hard the, but it is the first step but like yeah. i think that the best thing that you can do like i don't know i just got done deal i'm done with negative people i'm done <laughs> okay. with people who can't see outside their own situation to get yeah like to to show that they have to i'm done with people who don't accept that they uh affect other people by their negativity and so i think that there are steps like i feel like maybe self-care gets pushed so much because of course you want people to practice self-care because then you don't have to take care of them i want everyone i know to practice self-care so i don't have to take care of them (laughs) you know yeah and i practice self-care because i don't want to have any i don't want anyone to feel like they have to take care of me so it's really about like accountability yeah and 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 responsibility for yourself i guess the stride i've made very recently because it's like again when most people say like mindfulness or like you know fake it until you make it or any of these like horrible you know those are totally different things. concepts i know <laughs> well they all kind of feel the same when i'm in a bad mood i guess sure well that's just because you when you're in the mood of hating everything yeah. everything sounds stupid true but you have to come from a place of like love and it's kind of yeah. like i always think like like let love like let love out bring love in um approach everything even stuff you don't like with uh with like curiosity well no just with like a the lens of love or something you know because you don't have to accept everything yeah but you i mean you do have to accept everything because it exists whether you like something or not it exists so instead of being upset about it or being like negative yeah. about it, you think, well, how can I change this? Is it something I can change? If it's not, how can I accept it? And if I can change it, how do I change it? So that's kind of yeah. I was kind of getting to that. The thing I've noticed lately is like a lot of times if I'm in a bad mood, a little bit of mindfulness to just go like, why am in am I in a bad mood? And most of the time it's just because I. In like I don't know, wanting to continue this bad mood, you know, sure. it's like it's not well, like really like. it feels like good I, to like revel in a bad mood, yeah, but it's not good. It doesn't help anyone. And like, as a as a childcare provider, my first questions are always, "Am I tired? Am I hungry? <laughs> yeah, like what's going on? Because <laughs> if I'm enough? tired or hungry, I yeah. might be in a bad mood. Can I fix it? Can I like sleep or eat? Do I want to fix it? Yeah, yeah, like, but then I also have to think like. I don't know. What I feel like anybody who knows why they're unhappy and doesn't do anything to change it is is like lazy or something. Like I mean that okay. feels rude, but I yeah. mean and I understand that there's like there's chemicals that are in your head that are that are doing this. And yeah. so it's not you and it's not like you as a person. But like I or oh, here's another thing that I like yeah. to tell kids. You <laughs> Um, can't control how you feel, but you can control how you react. Yeah. You can, you are responsible for your behavior, even though you can't do anything about how you feel really like, but you can, but you can choose how you behave. What do kids say when you tell them that? Or what do they I mean, I don't really say it like that. It's more just like an idea. It's like more of, so I don't get like frustrated. It's like. Um, but they respond well to it. I just, I have really high expectations for kids and they always like meet those expectations. Like if I'm, cause yeah. if you think it's like kids, French parenting, right? That's what they say. Oh, maybe the French, that seems reasonable. you know, all the French three year olds that cook their own omelets. Oh my God. Don't get me started on French people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We won't go there then. Um, uh, I was just joking, but yeah, 
Um, do you have time? Do you need to be... Like... I'm going to check the lift okay. thing right now. Because if you have time, I guess we can just kind of do like one more thing and then we can get you out of here. Cause you've been oh, there. yeah. I got to go. Okay. Well, do you want to add up your point totals and see if we are friends? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right here. Oh, man. Well, it's going to take me an hour to get to Atwater. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That's okay. I can do it. We got, we got time. All right. Well, Chloe, Four, believe it or nine, not, you made an even 11. 40 points wow. on the podcast today. Okay. You did good. Four, you you nine. Especially that last rant there, you like really opened up a lot. It made me think Thanks. about things and yeah, mindfulness. What? You got 20 points for me. That's good. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Look, I don't uh, get my feelings hurt over points anymore after after it goes <laughs> the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, it was great having you on here. We didn't get to talk about nearly the amount of things I would have loved to talk I to you know. about. But it's all it's all still a good time. and I'm happy to come again sometime if we work <laughs> okay, it out. Okay, fine. We'll Whatever. do it. I'll throw you on the pot again. Thanks. Uh, thanks for being here, Chloe. Thanks for having me, Mike. We're friends. We are friends. <laughs> we rubber stamp approval. Hey guys, sometimes friendship just happens. I don't know how to put it. <laughs> thanks for being here. Thanks for enjoying us. This is Chloe Nicole Mandel. Go check her out online or something. ChloeNicoleMandel.com. Is that your website? I have that as a website. Yeah. Okay. You could say your Twitter or whatever if you want. C-E-L-A-F-I-S-T-I-C-U-F-F-S. Salafisticuffs. Yeah. On Twitter. C-E-L-A Fisticuffs. Yeah, C-E-L-A Fisticuffs. Okay. <laughs> oh, you better get ready for the the follower storm. Oh my gosh, please follow me on Twitter. All my neckbeard fans are going to... I have no fans, don't worry. You have neckbeard fans? No, I'm just a loser. That's why I said that. Oh. I'm joking. Everybody, this has been great. This has been Chloe. And this has been Mike Needs a Friend. Goodbye. Bye.